forever. Dog. I, I've lost my mind this week a few times for for a bunch of reasons. Some of which has to do with just the what noise pollution does to your brain, mm-hmm. and then what pain does to your brain, and all this other stuff. Yeah, Reject, rejection, abandonment, so on. And then I see Pete Holmes is his his show is called like something wood. It's got the word wood in the title. I, I thought it was called Neverwood because I never would watch it. <laughs> Pete Holmes is Neverwood. <laughs> never would you watch a show with Pete Holmes as a bowler. He's a bowler? He's a bowler. So he didn't have to get in shape. Just call the show Spare Me. Call the show Spare Me, comma, Pete Holmes has a sitcom. <laughs> I wonder if this can go in the show. The cold open, maybe. Yeah, make that the cold open. Brett, I don't give a shit. construction going on oh i do i do know about the construction you did you do you see the photos i send you of the men outside my window i saw a guy outside your window that was uh for my drone footage i have a drone outside your window and my drone showed the guy outside your window i just like to keep tabs (laughs) keep tabs on the the double threat team (laughs) i got one outside brett's window too if you ever hear a hum, like kind of like a low hum at night, Brett? Ah, uh, that's what that is. That's okay. my drone. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is the latest one I took, where I just open the mm-hmm. shade, and then this guy is standing there. Yeah, it looks like Santa you Claus. Right. Well, you can't tell if that's his back or his front, and mm-hmm. you know why? Why? Because he has two backs. He's like in. Eternal sunshine, when you see the back of Jim Carrey and he turns around and it's the back. That's who that is. Jim Carrey lives in your building? No, it's a it's a two-back monster. A two-back monster lives in your building? He works on my building outside. I wake up at 8:30 to drilling, and then I open my shades, and there's a man. Mm-hmm. Two out of the three times, and there's nothing consistent about it's not like it. Like Twilight Zone, he's not hovering. It's like nobody. It's he's. You're not the only one that can see him, are you? It's exactly like Twilight Zone because mm-hmm. he's got two backs. Okay. It's like that um, ZZ Top song, "Double Back Again." Well, speaking of back, you know who else is back in the we're news? We're not ready for this. We're, we're not, not ready. ready. We're, we're not, not ready, ready for this. Brett, we're not we're ready, not ready for ready. this. Brett. Brett we haven't even first. started the show. Brett. We didn't even start to talk about starting the show. You didn't even know if I had hit record. Brett. That's, that's true. I don't actually. First of all, your interruption just stepped on my Azizi top joke that now I can't do. <laughs> it's going to be that 
season four of master of none is him fronting a band called azizi top and now i can't do it because you had to step in with your with your stupid premature transition <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah you had to do it you took oh my, my god those cats are he has three cats they're in zz top yeah his, his three cats have long beards yeah. and all of it mm-hmm. the sound, look at listen to them singing if you watched three cats walking down the street to sharp dressed man would you like that video you know the answer to this question well congratulations i am have a shoot tomorrow 1.8 million dollar budget to get three cats walking down the street set to sharp dressed man why didn't you hire me to have something to do with it oh you are you're on it this is news to me you're an ep what does that stand for extra pets you get to pet you get to pet the cat <laughs> oh, extra that's pretty oh that sounds yeah. good all right well brett just left which is fine yeah. i think his cat summoned him It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Excited for today's episode. Uh, I've got some uh, clips lined up. I've got a friend dropping by. It's going to be a great episode. So you have, are we supposed to be surprised by the friend? Yeah, I think I'm going to leave it as a, as a surprise. Okay. Is it someone we know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a person you know. That's even scarier then. Yesterday I watched like seven movies. <laughs> you know when you watch like one too many movies? Uh-huh a day sure like like sometimes i used to go to like a double feature at the film forum and mm-hmm. it was one of those things where like set like halfway through the second one i was like i think i may have crossed the line like it's like you you ate the whole thing of oreos kind of thing where you're just like mm-hmm. but yeah so brett you saw you saw pelham one two three this week as well yeah i saw uh yeah the first time i've ever seen it so i, I saw it uh oh, this you week seen it? I'd never seen it before. So Isn't it, it terrific? I loved it. I, I, I thought it was a blast. Um I, I love that like one of the main conflicts in the movie is that just everybody at the MTA is always just like like arguing with each other. Like it's not even like directly related to they'll get in these like petty little fights. It's like, guys, there's a like people have taken over a subway car with a gun, like with guns. Like mm-hmm. you know, like it's it's like but they even even that they can't like focus and work together. It's like everybody is always like just like taking shots at each other and they're always mad at each other. Well, there's that one guy that's just like not having any of it, no matter what it is. And he's angry that they're giving him the ransom money. They're, they're giving him the, whatever it's called money. Is it ransom? If it's a hostage, I guess it is. I think, yeah. Like the, whatever. Yeah. I think it would be the ransom money. Right. Yeah. That, that guy, you cannot please. He's just going to be there barking about how everyone's doing everything wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are working together towards a goal. Like even that lady who like flushed her wedding ring down the toilet by mistake. She's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but they're moving forward together because they do see the big picture. 
They do. They do in their own way. They just have to like, as they're doing it, they just have to like constantly be. Oh gosh. Yelling at each other. You know, it just occurred to me, Brett, you don't know what my idea of a family is. You have no idea what it's like to have Jewish holidays with people. You're like, you know, what's interesting about these characters is even when they're together, they don't let go of um, their own uh, personal uh, disputes and they're (laughs) complaining and yelling at each other. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, they all have that in common. It's, it's an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. 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 No, it was, it was one of those things where yeah. as I was saying it, I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm describing something pretty normal and I'm maybe I'm the, you know, when you get the sense of like, I feel it, maybe like I'm the one, like I thought I was describing something that was like out of the ordinary. And then as you start describing it, you're like, oh no, I think I'm the, I think I've, I've, I think this is normal. And I have, I have, what's I'm just your, not used to this. What's your family like? <laughs> Tom. Yeah, I feel like we've been circling this question yeah. for a little over a year now. Uh, my family, uh, it was like, um, you know, it was, it was, it was not uh, what you were just describing. It was very like, you know, uh, down home, ma- maintain peace and diplomacy on the surface at all times, passive aggressive uh, at the yes. surface. Yeah. Meanwhile, brewing right under that surface. Well, that has to exist, especially if you're trying to be polite on the surface all the time. It's only going to make. Um, Lava. You know, what is it? You have a, a t- right. Exactly. You've got like your creme brulee torch and the, yeah. the top is ever so sweet and crispy mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, nothing to me, there's nothing meaner in the world than Southern hospitality that like, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that like surface sweetness that just lies to your face and, and, and condescends to you. But uh, but without giving you the experience of like actual aggression because it's presenting as 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 hospitality uh yeah southern hospitality is is sociopathic so if you told a story about something you were going through and then someone went oh bless your heart yeah and you'd be like did you hear anything i just said (laughs) i'm trying to have an actual connection here you're clearly deflecting all the time yeah, Southern hospitality is designed to to not let any uncomfortable information like enter the 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 conversation. It's designed you to like use- sh- be so nice that you shut out, you shame people for like feeling, you know, anxious or or traumatized or troubled or these things, you know. So you're using manners as armor. Yeah. But are there emotions that are acceptable that bleed through like anger or like cuz that's kind of Cause that's when you're like, I'll meet you at noon. Mm-hmm. I'll meet you at high noon. Guns out. You also do have the like, you know, and this might have only been in books and movies and stuff, but you do have like the Tennessee Williams South as well, where it's like the opera, oh, just like fabulous, tum- chaotic and tumultuous, mm-hmm. and families fighting. And so that just was not my experience. I was more of the oh. yeah, the like over hyper mannered. Southern hospitality thing where everything just gets suppressed. Kind of like you can kind of say the South in a way that redneck comedy tour kind of summed up every aspect of the South. First, you've got the, you've got the Bill Engvalls, the, the guys who seem regular and normal, right? Seems like a normal guy, but then you've got a Ron white, a tempest of, of rage and alcohol driven, uh, 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 anger and he's got skeletons in the closet. Skeletons got- in the closet. Yes. Yeah. Then there's the Larry the Cable guy, who's the the goofy, dim-witted Southern stereotype. 
laugh up, laughed at, but secretly the, a fool, sc- the fool, the fool, the fool, co- comedia della arte. He's the fool. He's yes. the, the buffon, right? Exactly. He's the buffon. And we both went to clown college. Julie and I both <laughs> went. Um, I got expelled from clown college. And I was uh, asked to go to clown grad school, but um, by then I had overdosed on nitrous oxide, which no one has, had done before. Yeah. I had a bad experience. I got expelled because of that. I tried to fit one too many clowns in a clown car. Oh, I thought you were going to say because you insisted on like wearing shoes that were the right size. No, no. It was a terrible tragedy. I said, we can fit one more clown in here. They all died. They all died. Well, I don't think it was a, the number of, because you keep telling that story in that way. And here's my theory. It, it wasn't was the number clown. of clowns. No, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. You put them in a garage uh-huh. and you sealed <laughs> off the, the pipe. That was not a great idea. Right. But what I'm saying is you keep talking about how there was one clowns too many. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that's not. All right, never mind. It probably was hand in hand. I'm going to say who knows where the blame lay. Whether I know. it was me closing the garage and creating a sealed, uh, like a perfectly sealed uh, room. There was footage from the security cam. Yeah. You're in a gas mask. You're in a full I, gas mask. And you've got two clowns over your shoulders like they're sandbags. You just see the backs of them in their polka dotted pants and their big shoes. I still think there was one clown too many that it wasn't me sealing off everything and running a car inside a closed area. Um, oh, and then there's Jeff Foxworthy, the the aspirational Southern Southerner who is plays by the rules and and uh is just looking to be nationwide and looking to show those dumb northerners what time it is and bill engvall is like a middle management kind of guy comparatively so there's all your types that's the south in a nutshell what about jeff what about jeff dunham Jeff Dunham, I don't know. What, what would he represent? I mean, he's not one of the he's not one of the rednecks. Well, I, of I know, I know that he's technically not. But is there a world in which, at the end of the blue collar comedy tour, they all go into his box and he closes the box and he was the puppet master? I would love that if it turned out they were just very elaborate puppets the whole time, dummies. Well, that would be a great movie. Just a movie of dummies who don't know they're dummies. Tom, are there movies that ever make you like, oh, like miss the East Coast? Yeah. No. Uh, what are things that makes me miss the East Coast? Uh, uh, like when Harry met Sally, when I see that Shut scene up. Shut at up. the deli and, silly. and he's like, I'm having an orgasm. <laughs> and then which character is that? I remember Andrew Dice Clay. No, it was Billy Crystal. He was at the seat and he's eating the sandwich. He did and he's not like, have the orgasm. In look, that seat. I've seen this movie 40 times easily. It's Billy Crystal sitting there and he goes, I'm having an orgasm. And then an old lady goes, uh, check, please. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the scene? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, good. Well, I'll bet you, I bet that does make you miss New York because you love Katz's. Oh, I love love going to Katz's and getting your toonie fan. I've been eating at Katz's my whole life since I was a little kid. 
Yeah, Katz's is good. Katz's is good. You go in there and they got pictures on the wall of every famous person that ever walked through the door of Katz's, whether it's... Except for you and me. Except for you and me. We're the only ones. It could be... uh, And they got pictures of every loser up on those walls. Except for you and me. Except for you and me. Yeah. Once again, get a picture on Katz's wall. Can you imagine the... You get that photo taken because it's like, how many pictures of Ed Koch are on the walls at that place? You know what we should do is we should get a picture of Brett's cats and see if they'll put that up on the wall. Yeah. So it's like two cats from two cats or three cats. Yeah. If you count. And then like and then the just and then the handwriting just like devolves into like scribbly Mm. like gibberish. Yeah. And then and then cats puts it up because they're afraid it's like a threat letter. Yeah, they put it up because they're hoping somebody will help them figure it out because they're trying well, to get to the bottom of the mystery. Well, because they think that they're going to be, they're saying like this man who sent it is threatening to bomb us unless mm-hmm. we put this photo of two cats that he says are three mm-hmm. on the, by the way, I have to say something before we move forward. Okay. I read some of the, I don't usually re- read like reviews or comments. It's just like not what I, I, I do. I'm not sure. a healthy person, but that's one of the healthy things I okay. do do. I read some of the reviews on our iTunes page that were, people were so nice to, to put up and post and, and actually like get me to continue doing mm-hmm, the show because mm-hmm. I was going to quit. Yes. Sure. Thank you. Thank yes. you listeners. They're a little mean to Brett. <laughs> yeah. So, some of them like have gone. Yeah, like I, I did, and and I apologize about They're this. They're grotesque. Brett. No, I, I realize that now. I, I did not, because you, you chose a couple to read, and they were fun, and they said you smelled like worms, and obviously you don't smell like worms. It's like all in good fun. I read some of those comments, Tom. Mm-hmm. They're kind of upsetting, and I also, I sort of feel like we need people now to compensate for that. That's so, a great idea. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cause some of them were just like, Oh my God, like that's really mean. Yeah. Like let's get some actual Brett love going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is not a ploy for more reviews. Cause at this point I don't care. I don't care. Brett cares. I don't care. I, this is what I care about that. The, <laughs> that our comments don't seem like they really do go for the jugular. Once again, this is just Julie, though. I'm telling you guys, I got a thick skin. You can keep bringing it on if you want. No, no, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It bothers me. Not a single one of those comments kept me up at night. So I just want you all to know that. Uh, we didn't think know, they I... kept you up at night. Like he's saying, <laughs> that's like not a single one of them made me want to go take martial arts training <laughs> and fight all of you one by one. It's like, yeah, okay. That's fine. Get that. I don't accept it. Brett is La Familia. It's La Familia. Yes, and this and Brett, this is what Tom and I don't come from the South. That's all you need to know about us. We're gonna take care of this New York style. Yeah. Hey, you don't say my friend Brett. Hey, you got a big mouth. You're saying my friend. What's the matter, you? I go stuff it with mozzarella. Shut up or you face. Do you know that song, Brett? No. Well, Brett, this is how we're starting the show, it turns yes. out. There was a hit song called Shut Up, You Face. You know the song, mm-hmm. Julie? No. Well, get ready for this. Right, it's coming. This Almost. was a number one song for eight weeks 
in the UK. Hello, I'm Giuseppe. I got something special for you. Ready? <laughs> Uno, due, tre, quattro. When I was a boy, just about the eighth grade, Mama used to say, don't stay out late with the bad boys. Always shoot the pool, Giuseppe, going to flunk a school. Boy, it make me sick. All the thing I gotta do. I can't get no kicks. I always got to follow rules. Boy, it make me sick. Just to make the lousy bucks. Got to feel like a fool. And the mama here used comes, to say, comes. What's the matter, you? Hey, gotta no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nice place. Ah, shut up your face. That's my mom. Okay. I can remember. Big accordion All right, solo. That's- so, now is this the uh, longest and highest charting hate crime? If I was a rich man charted, like, the history of that song is interesting because there were some crazy, like, covers of that, right? If I was a rich man? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like a equivalent of that. Red, would you like to talk about any kind of like offensive Southern stereotype, such as I mean, mama? They're, all, such they're as all deserved. I don't know. Gra- I don't really- <laughs> grandma got run over by a reindeer is pretty bad. Should we talk about grandma? Should we talk about grandma got run over by a reindeer or no? Yeah, is I it, guess there's something. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm just gonna say there's something perverse about discussing grandma got run over by a reindeer in May. Yeah, so it's basically this grandmother's walking home, <laughs> right? After getting loaded at the house, is that yeah, what, what it is? Yeah, what was she doing? Not that it's her fault. No. Who was it? Who's this woman? And how old is she? She'd been drinking too much eggnog, and uh-huh. we begged her not to go. Yeah. But she, <laughs> she forgot, forgot her medication. Oh, this is dark. And she staggered out the door Here's the into thing. the snow. When she says her medication, was that prescribed? No, I think that's the way like when like Chevy Chase was like, oh, I got addicted to back pills. And it's just like, <laughs> it's not like there's a jar that just says back pills on it. It's like those yeah, he, <laughs> those are muscle relaxants right. and barbiturates yeah. right. that you are addicted Anything, to. Anything's a back pill if you say yeah. you're taking it for your back. Yeah, exactly. You know what's a back pill? Hydrocodone is a back pill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is a back pill? Oxy, Oxycontin. Oxycodone. Oxy, Oxycodone, Oxycontin. Those are back pills. Well, uh, speaking of backs, you know who came back into my life uh, this past week was uh, our good friend Jerry over at Tee Public uh, sent me an email mm-hmm. uh, this week uh, after uh, declining our invita- invitation two weeks ago to be on the show. Uh, Jerry sent me an email and he had uh, he, he had big news that he shared with me. Jerry's um, on the phone, isn't he? Jerry's on the phone, isn't he? Jerry's on the phone, isn't he? Oh, I, uh, I do have Jerry currently in the oh, waiting room. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. He's, been pati- he's been patiently waiting in there for for a little while now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being so patient for patient. this for this infomercial we're about to do. I'm so glad Jerry. I'm so glad Jerry mustered up some patience for the free product endorsement he's about to get. It's also like someone's hiding in your closet about to prank you. Be like, um, I've been patiently waiting in your closet. It's like I didn't ask you to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like if that guy out outside your window was like, I'm being very patient out here. Two backs. If all two backs was like, I'm being very patient. 
Tubac City, I call him. James Tubac. Keep my plans, James my plans away from back. Well, Jerry might have something to promote, but it's not going to be T Public because Jerry's big news that he no, shared with me this week. No, wait, oh, no, he's wait, not leaving T Public. Hold he on, be hold on. If he's leaving T Public, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do. I'm going to say, I, uh, well, let's I've been guess in a what it is. for a couple days. I mean, same, I'm in the same boat. Uh, so let's, you want uh, him to break the news? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, maybe I misread the email. I don't know. I was, you know, some uh, we, we should let get the get the story from Jerry. Um, Jerry is Jerry from T Public is in the waiting room without our consent, and we did not know this was happening. That's, that's the that, headline that's here. Yeah, and yeah, by the correct. way, welcome to Double Threat. You're listening to the show Double Threat, hosted by Julie Klausner and Tom Sharpling. Yes, and we're here. So we're here. Fine, we got that out of the way. That was mm-hmm. artful. You think he's in his car? Where do you think he is, Tom? Um, I, I bet you that I recognize him if he weren't in his car. Oh, he's in, he's his, in his, car. his car. There he is. Hi, Jerry. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Get Jerry? a hair. You you got a haircut, Jerry? I did. I did. I you know I'm hitting the reset button after after getting all vaxxed up. So just uh, I don't I don't like this haircut vax. That means Jerry's <laughs> making some moves. Yeah, Jim Tan Laundry. Yeah. What's going on, Jerry? I, I are you going to leave? Jerry. Are you leaving? T- you're leaving T Public. I'm I'm leaving. Uh, yes, I I I I have left. Thursday was my last day. Oh my so, god, uh, Tom. Oh god. So you know, I I and what, you know what, what did you what did the, you but Jerry? What did you steal? <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Everyone's admiration. Uh, no, uh, you know, just, uh, it, it, I just was, was just, uh, an opportunity came up that I had to take. So, uh, there you I, go. I, like, Good for you, Jerry. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, T public, so awesome, you, but... you and you and Dove Charney are going to start up American apparel again. Is that the, is that the, <laughs> op- yeah. you guys are going to, uh, you know, get some, <laughs> uh, some, some models and, uh, you know, just rent an apartment and see what happens. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no, uh, Donald Logue actually, just strictly Donald Logue merge. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're gonna build from his character and blade and stuff. Great, I love that Jerry's making a reference to Donald Logue's character and blade, who was maybe the <laughs> seventh and most important character in the movie. I've never been more confused, and I know so much about pop culture and so yeah. little about interpersonal dynamics, and yet I have been stumped by both in this past second. I, I feel like I'm. On another planet. Well, look, we appreciate you being such a a good sport with all the stuff we were doing. And you're always fine by us, Jerry. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. So, so when, when I was doing the, the, like, you know, really figuring out if I should leave or not, like, like the one of the top bullet points is like mm, like I I don't double threat like I don't toward leaving I really that's what helped make you decide to <laughs> go like, for yeah that's it <laughs> he's like they're all even like, right I now to get these people out of my life yeah, yeah stay go and he's like that. oh double threat yeah I, I'm I'm resigning <laughs> immediately wait, so you're saying that because wait when you say out of are you Jerry is this goodbye is that what this is no I mean hey I'm. <laughs> it's the it's you know if you if you ever want to you know. Have you pop out and, and uh, just wait, say hi? Wait, 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 like, wait. What do you do now, Jerry? Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I just essentially uh, I help make websites better for e-commerce. Okay. So it's like a okay. startup kind of deal. 
Mm-hmm. Tom, so, wait, hold on, hold on. Jerry, yeah. Brent, we're going to have a sidebar here. Put yourself, here. we're going to have to yeah. sidebar. Just put yeah, sorry, Jerry, I'll, minute, I'll mute you here for a second. Yeah. If you don't mind, just mute. Yeah. I don't know if there's a home. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Julie. How, can Jerry help us? Maybe he can, like, hack things. Do you think he can hack for us? Like, what would we have him hack? John Kassir's cameo account. Brett, you're yeah. not supposed to be oh, listening. Sorry, Brett, Brett. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Come on, sorry. Brett. I thought I was Seriously. muted. Sorry. No. What Although John John e-commerce. <laughs> what do you think that would be? What's that mean? Maybe he can I feel, like. I feel like it's like, like can we sell things? Or maybe he can what like he could shave off just like a penny for on certain things and just throws it our way. You know what I mean? Right, like start like a secret bank account or something. If it just said like DT DT tax or something like that, right? <laughs> and then it just goes into a thing. Maybe just a it's penny. That's like, like two pennies, like one yeah, for you and one, one for that's me. That's perfect. One for you, one for me. Okay. And Should then like yeah. I mean, here's my question. If he's doing e-commerce, like is there something mm-hmm. that you and I can sell besides like what we do? Maybe. What what could we sell? We could sell uh should we like see if we can like fat Jewish it now and like just start start like throwing our T-shirts? like thing on different people's like, clips and memes and stuff and we get right or like make spread like spread it around. Like white girl rose or something. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I think we got we gotta string this dude along for okay. a little bit longer. We don't want to cut him loose just yet. We probably okay. will end up cutting him loose. Which, and I, by the way, I cannot wait to cut him loose. <laughs> well, we'll we'll do it like it'll be like uh, we'll do like Sleepless in Seattle. Be like, oh, meet us on the meet us on the, the you know Empire State Building mm-hmm. midnight, yeah. and we'll get there, and he'll be like, where are they? And then we show up behind him, and we put a burlap sack over his head, and then we yeah. kidnap him. Yeah. Or it'll be like sleep, uh, like uh, uh, it'll be like when Harry met Sally when he's in the place and he's like, "I'm having an orgasm." Check please. And then she's like, "Uh, check, check please. please." All right. Well, let's see. Let's okay, let's go back. Let's bring okay, him back okay, into okay. the thing. Okay. Great. Sounds good. All right. Coming back now. Jerry, we want to sell hydrochloroquinsequine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we have a surplus of it. Yeah, and we want to sell it, but we'll call it something else. Yeah, I we'll, think it's a branding thing, really. What we're talking about. We'll call it like uh, what is what, what is that called? Like, that, like H- joy- HC sounds mm-hmm. kind of hip or something. T- mm-hmm. T- T- well, I'll call it. We'll call it THC, like the HC, and people will yeah. think it's yeah. pot. They'll think they're gonna get high on it. Brett, I want to. I want to do a new T-shirt. Yep. And Jerry, we need you to sign off on this because it's slightly distasteful. I feel. Right, and it's li- it's could potentially uh, libelous. Yes, a tombstone, and it says, "Rest in peace, Jerry from T Public, 2020 to 2021." And it say like like died in like some embarrassing way to die. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I just want to make sure you heard him. Go for it. Yeah, Brett, you are, you're recording this, right? Oh, yeah, I'm recording this. I, I got to say, Jerry, you're truly one of the all-time great uh, uh, merch reps in, in history. I mean, just, just you know, went over and beyond every chance he got. Sending out free merch to our contest winners. Sending out free merch here and there. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, you really knew how to you really knew how to do it. And uh, 
and uh you know we 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 loved having you on the team we're gonna oh, miss you you guys are too nice no it, it truly was like the highlight to to uh be working with you guys it really was well, uh, so i'm so happy I, I could be on here and help you guys out with everything well you're very sweet and you're very i didn't kind. know this was gonna be a goodbye because yeah. if, it, if i be. did <laughs> Well, I mean, let's get real here. Like, yeah, I mean, you we're know, gonna talk to Jerry about uh, modems on the next thing. Yeah, you we're know, talk about just... like Ethernet cable. Jerry, if I'd known you were coming, I'd have baked the cake. We would have done a clip show retrospective. We would have had <laughs> yeah. uh, music under your best hits, but we didn't I do that. I remember you when I was writing my going away email to T Public. Mm. I wrote like, I decided to be funny or i should say i tried to be funny and i said like i was going to work for the zapata petroleum corporation mm -hmm. yeah. like see you later how'd that go and over? like <laughs> and like everyone just thought i went to work for an oil company i was like no it's like it's, mm -hmm. like, a, it's like a joke about the cia and george hw's see, oil jerry company this is what this is when you reach out to us jerry this is when you <laughs> yeah. reach out to us for, for punch some up. punch up yeah no. because uh, if, i don't know, I don't know. If you, I, blame, I, I blame the audience on that one i think that was a pretty good joke <laughs> I had to, like you, you two everyone. have like, you no. two have a thing. You two yeah, have a thing. Exactly. I will also mention that maybe you didn't hear him, but Tom basically just said under his breath, "How's that working out for you?" <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was as though he had just like expelled air. Uh -huh. It was just something he could not help, but it, uh -huh. it just left his. And no I was one like, Wait, noticed did it. Did I say that out loud? No, like, you did, head. and you, okay. did, you did, and and honestly, Tom. I know uh -huh. you like you're my own like you're you know like a part of me like like the back of my hand. Like and I'm your second back, James Tubeck. Oh God, that fucking nightmare person. So sometimes I'm what though? Well, just sometimes you like the way that you can't tell when you're breathing, you know, because it just is mm -hmm. is, is natural. Yeah. Every once in a while, when you're meditating, you notice the way the clouds move. You know, you notice the way. Uh, a tree will wave you you're in the moment and you kind of appreciate what you have and who you are mm -hmm. and um i yeah. see you i see you nobody appreciates my meditation style i like to sit back put on light a couple candles play some drowning pool let the bodies hit the floor let the bodies hit the floor and then just let, and then I just try to be. I just try to right. be. And then you get those inflatable clown balloons that you like mm -hmm. punch and then they like come right back and they they're not. back up. Yes, they go back <laughs> and forward. Right. And even as a child, you're like, this isn't satisfying. No. And I have the strength of a child. Yeah. This is futility. This is the definition of futility. Right. What I would do is I would run to the garage, get, grab my dad's tools. I'd come back with a Phillips head and I'd just start stabbing the thing mm -hmm. and it, the air would leave its body. And then I go, let the bodies hit the floor. You're dead, clown. And then people are like, uh, I think we Check, need please. to have a conversation. <laughs> Hi, I'm your family therapist. <laughs> Can you tell me about killing that clown? Like what that was? Was that was that clown someone else? You want to you want to you want to feel like talking about <laughs> stabbing that clown? Your folks tell me you ran to the garage and pulled out a knife and then ran back in and stabbed the clown. Now you know that clown is a toy. Like that's a fun thing. It's like the therapist has been trained not to like 
put meaning onto it. So it's like, yeah. no, don't say stab and don't say yeah. it's like it's like feel like talking about that clown, Julie. <laughs> Some there were apparently there was a bit of a a situation with a with an inflatable clown, and then you. Well, well, why don't you tell it? What you tell me? You 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 ready to talk about that? Yeah. Now was that clown? Was that clown just a clown, or was that like someone else? Did you see someone else's face on that clown? Maybe <laughs> when you were doing what you did. How would you put? How would you tell the story? By the way, what did, yeah. what did you say you did to the? Clown? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. All right. This is great. Here's a bottle of pills. We're going to need you to take <laughs> everything. <laughs> Here's a bottle of pills about Here's the a bottle size of, pills. of a, I'll see a you Snapple later. bottle. I'll yeah. see you later. I'll... Yeah. Best of luck doing, to you. You're doing great. And then the kid leaves you like, you're like seven bolts. Like yeah. all the. <laughs> you hear like a, like a spinning lock go. <laughs> Which means you need to like crack a safe to get out. No. Well, Jerry. I will remember you. December 18th, 2020. Will you remember? This is an actual email that I wrote to you, Jerry, uh, as dictated by Tom and Julie. Boo. Don't be scared, Jerry. It's just me. Happy, merry, etc. Blah, blah, blah. Just lost my effing shirt, no pun intended, on an Orlando Magic preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's down 18 grand, and the effing season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> what, one of the best emails I ever got. One of the best emails I ever sent. And like I had to like go Google. I was like, "Who? Who? Who are you bang? I was like, "The Pacers." I was like, "I can't." Yeah. Like, you know, Brett. Brett's laying out fifteen grand on a Pacers Magic preseason game. He lost his effing shirt. You know what, Jerry? He would. He refused to call you bitch at one point. We had to negotiate because he refused to hit send. If we this had. This is true. This is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tom wanted to say how he wanted Brett to say how was your weekend, bitch? And uh, <laughs> Brett was like, "No, I can't. I can't yeah, do that." Yeah. He, that was like the one time Brett's drawn the line. Yeah, Brett didn't like it. By the way, imagine this being someone's like the first episode they hear of Double. Yeah, Threat. exactly. Wait, what? What is this show now? <laughs> Apparently, they said they did a wrap up for a guy who it turns out wasn't like a core member of the show. He was like, he was like a theoretical guy who came on two times. Cause that's my fear is that if people don't start writing reviews about how nice bread is, we're going to mm. start getting reviews from people going, what is this show? Yeah, That's exactly. That's next. It's just like, Hey, I heard this show. It's not good. What is it? Or yeah. just like, what yeah. the hell? Last five guests we had said, why are there three hosts? Yeah. The last, the last clip Brett put up was like just of his own story. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which we need to discuss. Brett. No, we're going to have a we side We can do it now or we can do it when Jerry isn't here, yeah. but we do need to talk about that because Jerry, this is what happens. Every, every week the show comes out and Brett creates some like great little like video or clip of content of like Tom and I being funny. Usually mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> Brett goes and. Well, you tell Jerry, Brett. 
You tell Jerry what, what happened this week, Brett. Well, yeah, I, I'd be happy to because I, I have a I have a wildly differing account of this than, than you guys do. Uh, I I mean the the clip it's sure it's me telling a story, but the clip is you and Tom being funny for the whole. I mean the, the clip is you guys. This is you you guys. So I, I was I was demonstrating. I, I look. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Uh, uh, you know, ed, edge into. I, I can't even if, even if I wanted to. I couldn't edge into the spotlight. I was trying to showcase your. You know, showcase uh, what makes you guys great. You take, you you literally, I had done, I hadn't even gotten, I was amazed. I hadn't even gotten, and Jerry, I'm talking to you now. I hadn't, because they know, I hadn't (laughs) even gotten a sentence into this story. I hadn't even, I just like basically set up the the barest premise of the story. And they went for like, like 10 minutes on it and doing incredible stuff. So that's what I was trying to showcase with the clip. Okay. Okay. Jerry, I know you've done your share of reverse triathlons. Have you ever seen anyone backpedal faster? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, this is what I'm talking about. This is a case in point. So sometimes Brett puts up clips from Double Threat, and sometimes Brett puts up clips from Single Brett. Yeah. We just, you know what I just noticed, Julie, is Single Brett, Double Threat. Brett's voice gets deeper when you know, he's lying. It, no, it, ro- it got a little, it got slightly higher pitched when he uh-huh. was in this in scramble mode. Suddenly he talked yeah. a little faster and it got a yeah. little higher pitch. He's like, so the thing, cause he's usually like <laughs> speaking of, uh, speaking of, uh, kitty garbage cats, fires. we got to tell you, speaking of garbage fires, we got to think. And then right now he was like, because the thing is, I just want to say it went like a little higher and a little faster. Cause I mean, they were on a roll and they were doing funny stuff and they were going to like Jackie Mason. So well, so now we know when Brett starts doing that, His we're in, we're he's 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 scrambling. And, and for those of you who don't know, we're, we're talking about a story that I told on last week's episode about trying out for Jeopardy. You can catch that clip uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Double Threat Pod uh, or the Forever Dog YouTube channel, or just listen to last week's episode. That'd be the best way to hear it. Uh, and, and, and look, I, I, Tom and Julie, I just got one question for you about this story. Uh, how did how did it begin? Did, did how did it start? Did I just barge into the conversation and say, "Hey, I've got a story to tell"? Uh, what was the what, what, what was the catalyst for me telling that Jeopardy story? I'd, I'd love to clarify that. You for know, it's interesting you say that, Brett, because I listen to a lot of musical theater like soundtracks and scores or, or original cast recordings. I should say, if I said soundtracks, people would know I was a poser. I'm not a poser. Often before the big number, they'll put a little bit of dialogue of the show before the song starts. So you'll have a character say. What do you think about it, Reno Sweeney? And then Reno Sweeney will go, times have changed. And so say anything goes. <laughs> Excellent tone so, on that, by the way. Excellent what tone. What Brett is talking about, Jerry, is that before Brett went into the Brettologues, yeah. I said, I <laughs> said, hey, Brett, tell me a story. And then the next thing you know, it case. was like, curtain up, light yeah. the lights. We've got nothing to hit but the heights. Yeah. Now we got a good old a uh, little little show a little showstopper there from Brett. Look, I'm not going to apologize for being prepared. I know that Julie, on occasion, she hasn't done this recent. She hadn't done it, you know, recently up until then. On occasion, Julie, you will you'll you'll say like, "Tell me a story." You'll put me on the spot like that. So I I always come to the show with one in you know one in the old chamber, one ready to go. Yeah. So I, I think Brett makes some valid points here. Thank you. What Jerry. are you gonna do? You lost your. You got your. Uh, wow, Brett, who's gonna be your attorney? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, do you do you uh, do you do pro bono? Do you do a little freelance yeah. work on the side? I dabble, you know. Right, well, there we go. Answer answer that question. Uh, right. Tom is very anti bono. He prefers share. <laughs> I prefer share. 
<laughs> yeah. The only Bono I like is the one who says, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> Bono. That's that's my Bono. Um, you know what? Well, my favorite kind of Bono is is the kind of doggo wants. Yes, you like a Bono that a doggo likes. Hey, doggo, I want my Bono. Give a doggo a Bono. Jerry, goodbye. Yes, seriously. Best of luck to you in all your future endeavors, Jerry. We were thrilled to have we're you as a part of the you, show. Jerry. Yes, and we're always Thank here. You. And T Public is always here. So if yeah, T Public, if this doesn't work out, if, it has amazing double threat T-shirts. Thank you. That's so, what matters. That's what and matters. listeners, we are opening the Jerry from T Public contest to design a T-shirt about Jerry from T Public being dead. Yes, the f- so please send us your design for ideas the, for the final Jerry from T Public shirt. Thank you. Basically, the stuff that, like, what John Waters listens to just like on a daily basis. Like, he's getting ready. He's like, oh, I think I'll make breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, still the funniest thing is him just saying, yeah, I like the beat. I like, I always thought Alvin and the Chipmunks were better than the Beatles. Like, hates the Beatles. He hates, he hates the, Beatles the Beatles so much. So much. But he truly <laughs> loves Alvin and the Chipmunks. I know, I know. He was in that movie, right? I think so. Was of he in he like was. the third one? I, I he and Martha Kelly, I think, should just be whatever the chipmunks become, I think mm-hmm. those two should be the cornerstone of it. Because yes. of anyone who loves those movies, those are like the two funniest people ever, yeah. and they should just reinvent them completely. Forever Dog should figure out an Alvin and the Chipmunks podcast. Oh, with yeah. John Waters and Martha Kelly. Mar- yes. That would be that's a, that's a the, tremendous idea. That's the only podcast I would listen to. Yeah. I would not listen to the daily. People would be like, what's going on in the Middle East? Be like, fuck if I know. I don't know, but you should have heard uh, John Waters. The the Chipettes. (laughs) There was like a 45-part series on just one of the Chipettes. Yeah. With with John Waters. John Waters, really? Yeah, and Martha Kelly. Martha Kelly, huh? that's heaven. 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 That's one of those dream ones that we can only hope happens. Have you seen all of his movies, Tom? I've not seen all of them now. Have you seen Polyester? Polyester, I have not seen. I bought the I Blu-ray. was thinking I about this. I was thinking about this this morning. Polyester is so underrated. Mm. I would strongly recommend you watch it. I think it's so funny. I think it's so bizarre. It's like in between his early fucked up, you know, mm-hmm. and then his because it's right. It's before he made Hairspray. Yeah, it's like the it's, it is, like, it's the transitional one. Oh from, my god. It's so funny. I would love to hear what you have to say. I definitely, I definitely will watch watch it. it. Please watch it. It'll make me so happy to talk about Polly. And that's Tab Hunter. Tab Hunter and Divine. And um, what's his name? Steve. uh, Steve Steve Baders. Baders, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely, I, I, Polyester is the first one of his movies that I heard about when I was a kid. And I was just like, yeah. Cause like, that's when it was like, 
what is any of this? Like I just, right. I couldn't like when you're nine and you're yes. following what movies are and what comedy is and you're 10 yes. and you're just like, what is that? Like, this is right. a whole thing here that I know right. I'm not ready for. Well, when did you hear about like pink flamingos and all that stuff? Like in high like, school? Or? Yeah. Like later when you start to right. track down cult movies cult stuff, and, yeah. and figure out what, what the stuff it's like, Oh, that's the, that's the, those are the big pieces in the, in the, Cat, right, in, in his, the uh, same way that you learn about music, and you're like, mm-hmm. "This is the album, and this is the thing." Yeah, but the one that that I remember him being on. Like, oh, like talk like Letterman figure. and stuff talking about. I or? guess so. Yeah, because what was polyester was like 81, 80, 81, 81, and then he also was doing like Smellovision, so he had that great yeah. marketing. Because well, that's what it. I remember hearing about with it was the car, the Smellovision cards. That brilliant. people would scratch was, and sniff. And that during was him the movie. being William Castle. He was like, this is going to be my William Castle thing. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Brett, are, it, I can't wait to hear what you think of it when you watch yeah. it. Brett, what are you doing? Oh, I am. Uh, I was hunting for a transition. I'm not going to lie. I was lying in wait, uh, just sort of listening to what you guys were saying and trying to find uh, something that I could use as a transition. Well, into, I appreciate uh, a, a seeing clip. the pro- I appreciate seeing the process. That was it. It's me just like, yeah, I guess I get sort of quiet and I maybe lean in a little close to the camera, uh, maybe a little mm-hmm. too much. Let um, me rephrase it. I appreciate knowing there is a process. Oh, there very yes. much is a process. Yeah, there's a process and I'm glad there's one. And I've now gotten a little glimpse behind the curtain also with the Julie and I both saw you doing your thing. And we know you don't. We know you do stuff here. We've never, we're we not these commenters saying bad stuff. We know yeah, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm never hitting you. the snooze button. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm you always, the, always trying you, to. We give you the business, but it really is out of love. And I do love you more than Tom. And I tell you that it's true. <laughs> every day just to really just to pit the two of you against each other, which isn't no, working. Fine. No, it's it, isn't it, working. It, it, it isn't maybe working. Maybe it is. Maybe it's maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is. That is that is yet to get to bloom, but is growing beneath the surface. Well, there has to be some uh, imbalance, you know, because otherwise everybody gets too, you know, I'd start to uh, get too comfortable. But if there's an imbalance, then I'm, you know, trying to work hard to correct the imbalance. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's uh, it keeps me on my toes knowing that you, um, you know, that you uh, like me to different degrees. It's it's good to know. Well, we're different people, Brett. Yeah. And for different reasons, we like you, too. I like you because you're because you're just a good you're like one of the Duke boys. You're one of these Southern oh rapscallions. Like like, a, like, da- like David Duke. or Like uh, David Duke. Yes, the David Duke boys. The I David like you Dukes of Hazard. Is that yeah. a thing? <laughs> I mean, it, it's the same thing. It how, is the yeah. thing in a way. Like, what's the difference? How has that not been like a huge thing? It's almost too on the nose. It's almost yeah. too matchy matchy. Yes. So. What do you got, Brett? You clearly want to play for a us, clip. Brett? Oh, what do I you got, got. I got. Well, well. Uh, speaking of, um, sure. Oh God. It's fine. I, think, I don't have think a, I have it. I don't think so, I have it. You don't it. have to. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. And that Damn in itself it. is pure and honest. That account's mm-hmm. gonna have a. He's gonna have a field day because I don't know if you noticed, but that account is take, starting to take a real tone. Uh, it's just a. It's just the the account is just mocking my transitions. I thought it was celebrating them originally, but mm-hmm. it's just. It's just it's just taking a, a a lot of enjoyment and mocking them. So there you go. Have you a, know what's have, interesting have a field about what, with that one? You know what's interesting about what you just said 
is that you think that the account has changed and you're not acknowledging that you have changed in yes. your attitude towards it. That account is the same as it's ever been. Yeah. But in your mind, you're like, that that account's really taken a mean turn. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. all yeah. in your interpretation mm. of what's been completely steady. Yes, sure. you're getting yeah, sure. your... The account is the as is, Brett. And dear listener, we're talking about the social media account at Speaking of Brett. That's at Speaking of Brett, uh, which catalogs all of my uh, transitions on the show from one part of uh, uh, the episode to another part of the episode, the uh, architecture of Double Threat, uh, if you will. You want to talk about what you did to that clown? You feel yeah. like talking about... Uh... Yeah, let's have a conversation here. It's a conversation. How you feeling? I want to talk about slick stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, speak, uh, speaking of, um, uh, oh, God damn, I still bring it home. Bring it home. Bring it home. Our listeners are the best out there. Yes. Whatever they're doing, they're sending in clips. They're, yes. they're thinking every time they see something fun or funny or weird or that needs to be taken down a notch, they're like, oh, double threat. It's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting that in the double threat pipeline. Uh, so this week I looked, I went in the email and I was like, I was blown away by all the good stuff in there. Uh, and first up, I got this is from a listener, uh, uh, Stefan or Stefan. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know if I'm which way to pronounce it. I uh, will say Stefan is uh, sent us this clip um, and it's uh, do you guys know who Ricky Rebel is? Ricky Rebel. If you're familiar with the uh, the MAGA universe, do you know do you know Ricky Rebel? I don't. I don't. So Ricky Rebel is the is the uh, uh, self branded MAGA pop star. He's a he's a he's a sort of uh, up and coming pop musician, uh, but he exclusively sings songs like anthems for uh, for for uh, Trump uh, supporters. Sure, sure. Uh, and he'll show up at their conventions and things like that and do his thing. Uh, but but uh, Ricky Rebel also has, a, I guess, a talk show is what this is, some sort of Zoom talk show. Uh, but he had Scott Bayo on uh, last week, uh, and Ricky Rebel is currently in a car during this show uh, en route to some event that he's going to. Uh, and Scott Bayo is uh, in his home office. Um, and, um, this is pretty unlistenable, but I really, I just wanted to play the first question for you too. Cause they, uh, Ricky rebel kicks it off. Well, it's great uh, to see Ricky rebels. First of all, uh, just taking this show seriously by doing it in a car while going somewhere. I don't care where you are politically. That is just that well, is and, just unacceptable. And, and I would add that the ultimate version of that is Jerry Seinfeld, who mm-hmm. is cashing in on the easiest thing in the world, which is yeah. riding around in his stupid car, talking to his idiot. I don't even know if they're friends. It's like I have friends. Mm-hmm. But then exactly. And it's followed by the second easiest thing, which is sitting somewhere drinking a cup of coffee. Oh, I thought you were going to say carpool karaoke. Oh, no. I was saying he does. Jerry literally does the two easiest things imaginable driving around and then going into a coffee place and sitting down and drinking coffee. I'd rather hang out with like Greg Gutfeld than Jerry Seinfeld. Is that bad? Yeah. Gutfeld over Seinfeld. I, I kind of want like, I'm not saying that that guy doesn't suck shit and that his show isn't like a total, like, you know, a Salvador Dali painting of like, mm-hmm. you know, just no, like, no, no, I hear, I hear you. I hear but you know what I mean? At least I'd be like, wow, I hung out with this real weirdo today as opposed mm-hmm. to like, Oh God, this asshole is certain he's better than me. Tried to teach me something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's always just like, the thing with comedy is it's like the wild I, uh, west when they always fuck. compare it to things that it isn't. Ugh. 
It's like it's like being a gunslinger. You're going around. It's like no, it's like being a comedian. It literally isn't like anything other than what you're doing. It's like walking a tightrope. No, you know who? You know what? That's it's like doing jokes. A tightrope walker is doing like a being on a tightrope. Right. The closest thing that I could say like is walking a tightrope is like maybe walking like a balance beam. It's like walking a balance beam. All right, let's hear what Ricky Rebel has to say to All Scott. Right, here we go. Ricky Rebel and Scott Bayo. You're welcome. I'm happy to do it. Yikes. Awesome. All right, Scott. So I have a series of questions for you. Okay. Sure. Like like five main questions. Go. Number one, uh, can you please tell everyone about your illustrious career? That's not a question. My illustrious career. Yes. <laughs> oh like, my God. I haven't answered this question in, well, I uh, started when I was nine, back in New York, uh, in Brooklyn, did commercials and, and um, um, did a movie called Bugsy Malone when I was about 13, and that brought me out to California, where I worked for uh, Gary Marshall for about 10 years, uh, doing Happy Days and, and some other shows, and then went right into a show called Charles in Charge, and then went into another show called Baby Talk, um, and then wow. another show called Diagnosis Murder, and then- Have you seen anything more joylessly recapped? Uh, God, you're making me think, man. Um, That's good. I, um, <laughs> I directed for a bunch of years, some independent movies. Um, <laughs> Fred is loving Back this. on television. With a reality show called Scott Bayo's 45 and Single, then did another series called See Down Run. What is on this? Nick at Night. Nice. Um, and through, nice. in the middle of all that were a bunch of movies and different things. Um, uh, Amazing. Sorry, sorry. Can we, we pause it like, can we can we replace Scott Bayo's IMDb with just like a monologue, like that monologue, oh, like a transcript of that monologue? <clears throat> oh man. I... I uh, did like a bunch of commercials. I was like nine years old back in Brooklyn. And we're always, everybody's always Brooklyn, Brooklyn. It's just like, it's, a, it's an implied thing that you're just a tough guy when they're just like, you know, hey, you better watch out. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, everyone's from Brooklyn now. Who isn't from Brooklyn? It's like, it doesn't mean anything anymore. I am from Brooklyn. Yeah. I, oh, right. oh, oh, you're going to beat me up. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Please uh, accept my apology. And then I did uh, work for Gary Marshall for like 10 years on Happy Days and a bunch of other things. A bunch of other things. You mean Joni loves Chachi? Like he just didn't want to say it out loud because he knows how dumb it sounds. And then from there, I went to a show called Charles in Charge. Then after that, I showed Baby Talk. Then I showed Diagnosis Murder. <laughs> then I did a reality show, Scott Bayer's 45 and 6. Ricky Rebel wasn't asking you to list everything. Well, just it's also, it's interesting that he isn't excited that someone's asked of that. He's just so, uh, uh, he's just, <laughs> it's like he's been beaten up. Hey, Julie, how are you? Uh, hi, how's it going? So why don't we just start by... 
talking about, I imagine, your favorite subject yourself. Tell us all about your career and how you've... Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't been asked that in a long time. (laughs) Well, I'm asking you now. I mean, I I started off, like, doing commercials. Are you there? Are you okay? Are you there? Julie. Did you fall asleep for a second? I'm walking toward the light, Julie. (laughs) Yes? The gates are opening? Yes. I'm fading away. Julie, I'm in heaven now. It's so peaceful up here, man. I see you over there, a Bugsy Malone poster <laughs> and some Happy Days merchant memorabilia. I remember when I was 45 at Seagull. Scott Payne, 45 at single, a, a crew jacket. I mean, wait, no, this is hell. This is actually hell. <laughs> this he also is, just, I'm in other yeah. people's hell. Yeah. I just realized <laughs> I'm here to make someone else's hell hellish. Um, he seems immediately pissed off, too. Like, he seems yeah. tired and so angry. And it is very clear that he's not used to talking to anyone who likes him. No, the look on Scott Bayo's face, he's he he looks legitimately pissed off and irked by this whole thing. Yeah. And he's also got one of those weird offices that like it's like yeah. what are you, well, the like, president of a bank with this it's office? The, it's the Dilbert aesthetic. It's the yeah. Scott Adams aesthetic of spaces where you've been and you can't get you can't wait to get out of. They yeah. reenact the same thing with Papa John. The same, when we saw his shitty house on TikTok. Yeah. Where there's books you know they haven't read and that kind of thing. Yeah. Unbelievable. But God bless him. God bless you, Scott Bay. Yeah, God bless Scott Bay. That's the takeaway here. God bless you, Scott. God bless you, Ricky Rebel. Ricky send Rebel. On, send on, I say to, to both of you. Send on a hundred years. May you live to be a hundred years old. But in locked in syndrome. Yes. Locked in. May you a hundred years old where you can't <laughs> yeah. you can't talk, but you can no. see everything yes, that's exactly. happening to yeah. you. You're like uh the great Hector Salamanca. The- <laughs> where we have it's exciting. May we got you, may you be Salamanca. We got Scott Bayo here, and uh, Scott, Bing. tell me about your lux- Scott, tell me about your illustrious career. Ding. <laughs> do a ding. I thought I thought you were going to do him. I I was going to play the publicist that comes in and is just like, okay. oh, I sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ricky. Mm-hmm. What is it, Ricky Rocks? Ricky Rebel. Ricky Rebel. I'm, I'm sorry, Ricky Rebel. Listen, what we would love is if Mr. Bayo does a lot better with yes or no questions. Mm-hmm. And so yes is one ding and and no is two. So if you don't mind, just like, let's just, anyway, oh, as course, you, you're doing course, such okay. a, we're, by the way, we're so thrilled to have you. We're such fans. And Great. Scott's well, thank you. Scott. He, he doesn't seem to be acting like he's thrilled, but I promise you he is. He's he looks thrilled. very mad. He's not. He, he looks so mad. Well, he is. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll start the interview again now. Scott, okay. Scott, would you tell me ding, about- Ding, 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 <laughs> Publicist steps in. Hi. So sorry about that. That just means he's really mad. He's. Did I do something that made him mad? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to know. That's how Scott works? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, I just uh, <laughs> oh, and so I remember acting like what, like yeah. What if it was like this? Oh man, you know I remember when I was uh, Professor Langley built me in 1997, and the thing, and I was flying through Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> I was unhappy days. <laughs> then I did a show called Charles in Charge. <laughs> Hello, Scott. Like he's just like like Scott. Scott, how far away are we from the? Uh, uh, like, I'm afraid I can't oh, tell man. you that, Ricky. We're oh, doing Ricky. really good. We're I don't know. We're close to the <laughs> like. Man, this ro uh, this robot's boring and seems and mad, mad. mad and mad at us all the time. Pissed off, tired, yeah. boring, you, and mean. You want to play chess again? <laughs> With him, we'd be like checkers. Or tic-tac-toe. You'd be like, king me. Yeah. You guys want to play hangman again? It's like, you offered to. Why are you seeming like you're so mad? If you don't want to play hangman, don't offer. And his hangman is always just you. Three (laughs) letters. It's always just like three letters. All right, let me guess. Uh, Is there a Y? Yeah, there is. Is there an O? Yeah, one O. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to solve the puzzle. You. One O, like as, <laughs> yeah. like as though it could be two, as though it could be two. Like you as in you who? It could have been you who. Doozy. So, oh, that's. I'm glad yeah, he, and, I'm uh, glad Ricky Rebel is in my life now. Thank you, yeah. Brett. Well, now you know about Ricky Rebel. And uh, uh, speaking of non-humans singing human songs, uh, this next go. this That's next the Brett we know and love. All right, yeah, thanks. Yes, yeah. yeah. I was waiting. I was waiting. Uh, and uh, this this next clip is uh, uh, this this is a palate cleanser to to cleanse. You know that uh, I always give you. You know I go back and forth with these clips. I try not to give you too much. Yeah, too much uh, depressing at once. Give you something that's a little, a little. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, know. yeah, you make it like a Disney movie in here, where one minute you're crying, next thing you know you're laughing, then you're sad again, then you're thrilled, then you're like, I, I'm having an orgasm. Yeah, just like in the great movie when Harry met Sally, classic. This next clip was sent to us um, by, uh, let's see, sorry. By uh, Dylan and Silas. We got this from uh, two different people. Dylan and Silas both sent this clip in. Uh, and this is a guy on YouTube named Frank Frank Magliotico. Frank Magliotico. And Frank Magliotico has a, a bird. I think it's a cockatoo uh, that he duets with on classic rock songs. Uh, and this bird can really sing. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna share this with you now. And this bird can really sing, baby. And this yeah, is baby. a Frank... Frank Magliotico and the, the man. I think the man. It's a living. It's a parrot. It's a parrot. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's a parrot. So Frank Magliotico and his parrot 
uh, which I think is just called The Man, because uh, we got the, the account is Frank Magliotico and The Man. Yeah, then, it seems like looking at Frank and how he's dressed, he seems like someone who's going to name his bird The Man. Don't you think, Tom? Oh, yeah. No, the, he's dressed like he's he's dressed like he's he's got his shorts on and he's got a really nice guitar and a and a he's as yeah. casual as casual <laughs> can be he's spent so much money on that guitar you know he's never bought a t-shirt like all the t-shirts he owns he's gotten yeah. for free he's got exactly he got them for free from the t-shirts that of the guitar places he shops like he'll spend four thousand dollars on a, an expensive guitar and then they give him all the clothes he needs for the year mm-hmm. yeah this is uh, Frank Magliotico and the man doing Blue Easter Colts. Don't fear the Reaper. Does he have a giant lizard there too? What's that? I think it's a statue. It's like a statue. Yeah, a statue of a giant Komodo dragon. The man is a great, he's a great front man. Oh my God, I love it. Wow. That is, that is unbelievable. That bird is bird's, great. Yeah, that bird's, first of all, that bird's better than David Lee Roth. Like, David Lee Roth is considered one of the best front men ever. This bird is better from a singing standpoint. Singing and, like, presence and, like, dancing, moving. I have a surprise for you, Julie. <laughs> oh, no. Do you know who's here? Who? The man. <laughs> what do you mean here? <laughs> well, Tom and Julie, speaking of uh, things that you might like or things that uh, you might not like, uh, did you know that Archie Bunker, uh, the main character in the TV show All in the Family and the spinoff uh, Archie Bunker's Place, uh, I think there were other spinoffs as well, uh, Archie Bunker, the uh, uh, greatest generation era uh, patriarch who, who would sit in his old recliner there and spout uh, Jim Crow era bigotry, but then learn a valuable uh, lesson by the end of each episode. That Archie Bunker, did you know, Tom and Julie, that there was uh, for a, a, a short time an Archie Bunker branded baby doll, a baby doll for kids uh, from the world of Archie no, Bunker? I did not know that. Yeah, so apparently, uh, and I, I watched this first and I was like, maybe, is this a joke? But I, I'm pretty sure this is authentic. This was sent into us by Bridget. It looks authentic, it looks like from the time. Um, uh, apparently, they marketed an Archie Bunker doll. Uh, for boys 
that was or a, oh, a, a, a oh, doll a, a, of a boy that was anatomically correct. Oh, I'm this very is confused the Joey by this. doll. This is well, I can I know what this is, Brett. Okay, is it is the doll's name Joey? Um, it's Archie Bunker's grandson. Yes. is all they call it. Okay, because this okay. is Sally Struthers' kid on the show. She had a kid, and little meathead. And yeah, it was little meathead, and the uh the doll was anatomically correct it was like one of the first and if not the first i don't know but i know it was a thing that this doll uh was and anat- had and then it was not just uh mm-hmm. degenitalized or whatever right. you want to say it was meat 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 crotch mm-hmm. too because it was because there was there a spinoff show for her for sally struthers yeah i don't know besides archie bunker's place I'm trying to think. Gloria. There might have been a show called Gloria. Oh, okay. Got it. Was her name and, Gloria, and the, right? And the and the whole point of Gloria is like, my son has genitals. Yes, I was the it didn't last a long time because they kind of got the first episode, they kind of said, My son has genitals. <laughs> and then the second episode, people were like, <laughs> the theme Still song. talking about that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see the commercial this is the new baby in our family a baby doll a famous doll archie bunker's grandson joey stivick so of course he's special your child can give him a drink from his bottle then he wets and when his diaper is changed it's clear that joey stivick is a physically correct boy doll my Ah! husband and i think that's terrific and he's such a soft and cuddly doll archie bunker's grandson joey stivick (gasps) by ideal is a physically correct boy doll what a great idea. That's it? That's all they have to say for themselves? They dropped these, like, enormous bombs and walked away. Yeah, and I think that's great. My husband and I really like that he's physically correct at the mail. Goodbye. Yeah, and he's so cuddly. <laughs> and then the box for the doll shows Archie, <laughs> Archie Bunker, Bunker holding a baby. This is perfect. That's like the ultimate. I don't know the kid I'm buying this gift for as well as I thought I did present. Who would this be for, though? Imagine, imagine unwrapping that. What? Yeah, it's from that show Gloria. You know, the spinoff of Archie Bunker's place, which was a spinoff of All in the Family. Yeah. It's just Sally Struthers. Meathead's gone because he's directing movies already. Are you when are you going to explain why this baby doll has genitals? Look, I need to just give you some context for this. <laughs> Meathead's off it's, directing Spinal Tap right now. He's okay. not in this. But like, would is it because Archie Bunker would never love, like, would never be okay cradling a baby unless it had genitals? Is that the idea? Unless the it was baby's like, gotta have the genitals there. <laughs> if I'm gonna love them. The one we've like- got going there, Meathead, the baby with the <laughs> genitals there. <laughs> what like do I look woman- like, Sigmund Freud? <laughs> Just the idea of like, the yeah, the toxic masculinity woven into this bizarre, surreal thing that it's like mm-hmm. my husband and I approve of this being a baby boy and that there is yeah. a boy in the commercial right there's a little boy feeding the doll milk as well as the girl 
So the idea being that like, it's okay to be a boy to play with dolls as long mm -hmm. as the doll has male genitals and is related to Archie Bunker. Yeah. What a fun doll to play with. <laughs> Where, what's your, what's the story of your doll, little kid? Well, you know, uh, Archie Bunker, <laughs> that bigot. The yes, old bigot sure. from the from where are they in the Bronx or are they in Queens? Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Yeah, you know that uh, that show, right? Well, I what guess. child wouldn't love to play with the grandson of that guy? I don't know. Does he have a dick and balls? Yeah, well, it's funny you ask. <laughs> it, does. it was a. You're like that would have been a weird question if it weren't the point. Yeah. We wanted to make sure that this doll was really hard to sell. I hate that they it, say physically correct. Yeah. Not to mention how obviously like transphobic that is, but also just that like that's their like kind of classy way of sidestepping the fact that they've done the most like outrageous thing. They're trying to yeah. be discreet about something they did that is shocking. Yeah. It's like. Does that make it more saleable to have a an anatomically correct doll or less saleable? I think it has something to do with the fact that, like, it's okay for boys to play with dolls as long mm -hmm. as the dolls are clearly boys. Sure. And related to bigots. Yeah. Don't worry. This is the grandson of a bigot. You can play with it. <laughs> and you can, you can see when you take yes. off its diaper yeah. and are weird. Yeah. It wets itself and it's physically correct. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Boy, he did. He did not like Meathead. That guy. He. I don't know. Uh, I feel like it was kind of left unclear. You think it was unclear? I yeah. Uh, I wasn't. I never really got a read on that. I'm gonna say he didn't like Meathead. Dare. But how can one know, dare? Hello, dare. Well, hello, Dare is uh, Marty Allen, the late great Marty Allen. How late? How, wait, so Brett, was this the latest in the show that we've gone? What year are we up to now, Tom? That we've referenced eighty-two. This is eighty-two. I think it's a new high, a new high. Yeah, new high. Yeah. We're, well, we're trying to play to the we're trying to play to the kids now. To the like younger boomers. Yeah, some references from nineteen eighty-two. We're trying to go to like mid greatest generation younger boomers. Yeah. Well, I think I got something coming up next. It'll hit that sweet spot just perfectly. Uh, these are some uh, we're going. Uh, we, we watched a clip about the, the beginning of life with that baby doll. Now we're going to the end of life. These are some commercials. There's a company in St. Louis called St. Louis Cremation. Uh, St. Louis Cremation is one of the premier sources mm -hmm. for cremation in the mm -hmm. greater St. Louis area. Uh, this was sent to us by Tom, who I think is from that area. Uh, and these are these are some commercials that St. Louis Cremation is running. Um and they uh, they kept it pretty low budget here. Okay. Uh, so let's see if you see if this is uh, of interest to you. St. Louis mm -hmm. cremation. I just want cremation. This isn't real. This is very real. No, it's not. Can I prepay for my cremation? <laughs> That's not real. No, we no, can, no, no. And then no. it the says we can help. Hold on. Up. Let me just let me just give context for context for what this is. These these are these questions are coming from a disembodied presence and they're just popping up on a black screen in text. And then what pops up are answers with no one saying them back. We can help you. <laughs> just like the answering his questions 
You have to read his, it's the strangest thing. He's saying the question and you have to read the answer. And it's no. in the same, and it's in the same font as the yeah. question, but it's with the, no voiceover. And it's the opposite of comforting because you'd want to hear someone say, we can help you with that. No, it's it, definitely like that uncanny valley of like, I feel awful. Like I just mm -hmm. saw someone with seven fingers, you know, mm -hmm. on one hand. Can I prepay for my cremation? <laughs> and then it just says on the screen, yeah, I guess. <laughs> what do you think? No, you can't. You can only, you can't prepay for it. You have to only <laughs> pay for it when you're dead. Like that's what that means. That's the weirdest thing. Can I prepay for my cremation? Like no, we don't want to like, hold on to your money. This is like LFAQ, least frequently asked questions. <laughs> yes, this is an LFAQ. Mm -hmm. They were so great too. LFAQ. I used to love. They weren't my thing. I'm happy I like, and I, I know it. Was that song? Like, I'm happy and I know it. Like, I clap I'm happy my hands. If I'm happy and I know it, clap shake your, your hands. Ha shake your hands. Yeah. So, so uh, you want to watch some more of this? The St. Louis cremation. Yes, yes please. And Julia, I, I also I, my my alarm bells went off at first that this was not real, but uh, we've got a we've got a very low view count here. Mm -hmm. We've got a profile photo of like a black and white a black and white picture of like a family. Mm -hmm. uh, and I confirmed St. Louis cremation is a is a real business. Mm -hmm. uh, and did you go on their website and is the like ad represented on their website? Good question. I, I just want cremation. Yeah, so this is a this is going to be a confirmation here. The ad is not yeah. here, yeah. but the the, no, the but language the, the voice, and the style. The voices, yeah. it's the same voice. Yeah, this is a website from 15 years ago. Um, I just why would want you cremation. Uh, why would you ever update your website, to be fair, though, if you're a cremation place? You just have a thing. You click through. You have a phone number. That's all you what am I going to the thing the, the to be like? I don't know. This cremation website is uh, is not up to. It's not. It's hey, not hey, hey! How about this? Jerry from Not Tea Public oh. could re re rejigger the uh, the St. Louis or is it St. Louis? So wait, one so one thousand one hundred ninety five dollars is the I just want cremation price. I think so. Yeah, I was going to say I love how they just have a flat rate just listed right here on the front mm -hmm. page. It just says one thousand one hundred ninety five dollars. I think that's just sta your standard cremation. That's what it's going to run yeah. you. Okay. I'll do Black it for eleven hundred. I'll, I'll do, do it, it for eleven hundred. I'll do it for nine fifty. Nine fifty. I can go to nine hundred. I'm gonna cash, say seven cash seven seven fifty. All right, you win. You win. If you want the cremation, Julie will do I it for seven fifty. I don't want to I don't want to do it anymore. Okay. Well now my price went up too. I also want to say this. When I die, I wanna get uh I wanna go to cold uh, cold stone cremation. <laughs> I want mix them, you in. Yeah, I want What's them to the, roll. What, I want them you to want roll the double, my double? ashes. Yeah. So uh, what? What? Is, what is your base? You want to do like a oh, sweet like vanilla? Cream base? I'll start with okay. like a vanilla, like a basic vanilla. You don't want to overburden okay. the ice cream at that point. Okay. And then. And then what? Kit Kats. Then uh, smashed up Kit Kat, some peanut M Ms, and obviously and, the ashes and, and my ashes. Yes. Yeah. Do you want like a wet topping? Yeah, it's a how wet, funny wal was, wet walnuts. How, how funny it was Jackie Hoffman saying Spending my head walnuts. for a week. Spending my head for a week. Wet walnuts. Wet, wet walnuts. Wet walnuts. Wet walnuts. Jackie Hoffman saying wet walnuts is the ringtone of the show. Oh, man. I could go for some wet walnuts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right Scott, Bayo. Scott Bayo. At, Scott Bayo at Coldstone Creamery. 
Yeah. <laughs> Scott Bayo listing all the like he he works for yeah. Colston and he's listing all the <laughs> toppings like oh I don't know oh, M M&M. and uh, I haven't been asked that in a million years. So it's think. like sorry, what are the toppings you have? Well, you know, we got vanilla ice cream and we got a uh, some chocolate ice cream. <laughs> what are the mix-ins? Oh man, I haven't been asked that in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got M and M's. Mini M&M's, and then, of course, that... We got Reese's peanut butter cups, uh, uh, gummy worms, and, uh, oh, man, we got uh, (laughs) Kit Kat. Yeah, wet walnuts. Oh, man, we got... I haven't been asked that in a million years. (laughs) Yeah, we got wet walnuts. We got hot fudge. We got, uh, we got caramel. <laughs> Scott Bayo working at Coldstone <laughs> Creamery. I just want cremation. <laughs> then it says St. Louis Cremation specializes in simple can cremation. Can I prepay for my cremation? <laughs> and then it says we can help you anytime. <laughs> yeah. And the price will never go up. The price is frozen forever. Cremation sure makes a lot of sense. St. <laughs> Louis Cremation. Now no with three response to that one. Locations downtown, West County, cremation and on the web. Sure makes a lot of sense. So they consider the three locations to be the two physical locations and the web, is what they said. Three oh, locations, is that what that is? yes. We got one downtown, <laughs> one on Main Street, and on the web. Can I prepay for my cremation? <laughs> Great job. All right. On this next one, just go nuts on this next one. You picture the guy in the booth. Do you think that's a guy in the booth or that's a computer voice? Can that sounds I like prepay a- for my <laughs> cremation? It sounds like the voice on TikTok when they just read the text. I just want cremation. Do I need a traditional funeral home? Is a traditional funeral. Nothing home. fancy. Okay. The simpler, the better. Specialist in simple cremation. It's easier on the kids, and that's comforting. <laughs> okay. Whatever your reason yeah. for choosing cremation, St. Louis oh Cremation God. is the place to start. Now with it's three easier on the kids. And by the way, downtown. kids is capitalized. Mm-hmm. The capitalization is disturbing in its own right. Kids. It's easier on the kids. Yeah. And it makes sense. Don't cremate me yet. I'm not dead. <laughs> Why are you trying to cremate me? Cremation makes a lot of sense. Because that's the other thing is there is something melodic about the guy's voice. And there is music underneath it. But he isn't singing. No. Which is why I'm going to put the challenge out to our listeners to come up with a song mm-hmm. with these lyrics. And yes, you can use the parrot. Yeah. But doesn't this seem like it should be a song? Yeah, but I it think it'd be a quite, great song. Yeah. Cremation the, just makes sense. It's easier on the kids. Cremation just makes sense. It's easier <laughs> on the kids. So what is Nothing. next, Brent? 
fancy. Well, you know who would be uh, who might be able to create a great backing track for a song like that is a little band called the uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's, uh, who are back in the news. Uh, they've got a new song out. Have you guys heard the new Mighty Mighty Boston song? I saw that there was a new Mighty Mighty Boston song, and I saw people saying. Tom and Julie, you need to know that there's a new Mighty Mighty Boston song because apparently, finally, the Mighty Mighty Boston's are standing up against racial injustice. Okay. Sort of that 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 is like that's the the that was the tagline for this song. Uh, it's not it's it's a little kind of hidden in the song. It's not it's not maybe as a that message is not maybe as clear as it could be. Um, and in fact, there's kind. Of, I, I almost saw a kind of all lives matter vibe to this song myself. Really? So I, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's it's that that was the tagline was like it's mighty mighty Boston's anti racism song, uh, but it's kind of a it's a weird journey this one. So let me uh, let me put this up, and it's called the Killing of Georgie Part Three, and uh, tons of people sent this to us. So thank you everybody who sent this along. We open on a field with an American flag. What is this? Is that Mike Huckabee? So the guy, the dancer, is that the dancer in the Mighty Mighty Boss Town? That's the dancer. That's the classic dancer. Sorry, you pause it for a second. I keep thinking this is the cremation ad. Yeah. That this is the like. Yeah. That this is the like. Do you want? <laughs> that they're gonna. Like, don't you feel like yeah. that guy is like yeah. telling you to, yeah. like, to burn? I wanna keep it simple. <laughs> I wanna. Can I prepay for my cremation? <laughs> it's easier on the kids. It just makes easy. sense. That's so perfect. Mighty Mighty Boston's would literally record us, like our suggestion for this. Would They would be like, yeah, we'll do it. You were almost shaking hands. We were almost shaking hands. Cremation just makes sense. I want to keep it simple. <laughs> it's easier on the kids. <laughs> Oh man, the mighty mighty Boston's! Everybody's singing like the the the, the double thread choir. It's it's Scott Bayo, mm-hmm. the man, the crib keeper, <laughs> the crib keeper. It's like our we are the world. It's just they're <laughs> all they're all in a room together. The crib keeper, the the man is on the crib keeper's shoulder. <laughs> Okay, let's hear more of this nightmare. Hold on a second. Wait. This is insane. He said, I have a dream rooted in the American dream. <laughs> Yeah, it rhymes. Yeah. Your, it rhymes. What's your, oh, yeah. what's your, pro, what's your problem? Yeah. It rhymes. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know what my problem is on that one. That's weird. I guess I, 
I have a problem when you're, I guess I have a little bit of a thing when you rhyme the word dream with the word dream. Well, yeah, well, that's on you, man. That's your yeah. problem. We and then they have these signs coming to life behind them with text art that look like those live, laugh, love signs. Yes. It feels like you're in a, it feels like you're in a, uh, pier one imports mm-hmm. looking at just like mom approved, uh, signage. But like, I don't know what they're trying to say. Do you? I and guess. Also, yeah. I don't know. I guess they're trying to say it's weird now. Right. And and that this guy, so this guy used to be, forgive me, I don't know everything about the Mighty Mighty Boston's, except they did have that dog, right? Or the dog was a logo. I, think I like The dog dogs. was a logo. So this guy used to dance around with them. Is that a fact? He was the like the hype man. Yes. Okay. So now he's an older, as we all are, we're all mm-hmm. older. Yeah. And so now it looks like it's just like you're making fun of an old guy, like um, the Six Flags guy. Yes, or he's like- closer to this. He looks like this could be a prequel to the Six Flags guy. Or it really does look like Mike Huckabee doing like, um, like a, what was that? video where they made christopher walken dance around and it was like fun because he's old and he can oh, still dance which one the fat the boy fat, slim one yeah yeah it's yeah. kind of like that but then you're like oh no wait this is actually the guy it's not like they just found this old guy and made fun of him no Maybe this is that. this is this is probably this guy's idea I what if i, I like dance it. around I you like, I like it? this yeah i think i might well it's not that i like it or don't it's just i it's it's interesting. I haven't seen anything like it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what they could use? A little mm. uh little JK in the mix, right? What, what you would got I do? Up, you got up there with them. What would I do? Pork Besides pie blow hat. my blow my voice out. What if you got up there with the guy with, with and, the bird? But you come out dancing from the other side, like he's on stage dancing. And all of a sudden, the spotlight swings over to the left side, and yeah. then you come out in a full mighty, mighty boss towns get up with the hat and the oh, I'm to- and then I'm just like, I just like, I just like helicopter my arms, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and then I just like start like wildly <laughs> kicking until like uh-huh. just punch and kick until yeah. somebody makes contact, yeah, and it'd be just like. Yeah, she she broke her hand. She punched uh, a keyboard. <laughs> I just, I, they just they put like they put blindfold on me, and I just spin out and I like a whirling dervish. I yeah. just like keep punching, and then I just start doing jumping jacks. We can't, uh, everyone. We want to finish the show, but we can't. Julie knocked our guitar player unconscious with her, with her, <laughs> with her, with her windmill. Just started, just started doing burpees. Yeah. He's in the hospital. He's on the way to the hospital now. They we have think to hit me. Be okay. <laughs> they have to shoot me with a trank gun <laughs> because I'm just <laughs> causing havoc. Uh-huh. I love that. The idea that's like, all right, like Julie Glauser, everyone. And I come out and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. and I just keep taking them down one by one. I'm like the assassin. I'm like the oh boss tones assassin. Amazing. We got to get, okay, well, this is a request. Mm-hmm. Anyone from Mighty Mighty Boston's camp, shows are coming back. You got a, you got a <laughs> New York I, show. Uh-huh. I will come on stage and, and, and dance, but I will do it in my own way. We'll yes. Say. 
Yes. I think the mighty mighty jewel tones. Maybe. There you oh, go. Oh, jewel tones. I like that. That's a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, like jewel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't look as good in jewel tones as you think I would, but I still look pretty good. I want to <laughs> see the mighty mighty jewel tones. You know what I don't want to see? Mm. The mighty mighty Brett tones. Why not? Because I just want Brett. Because uh, because uh, Brett'll, when Brett gets in these moments where he's the spotlights on him, it goes yeah. to his head. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've That's seen. True. Look at him on Twitter. Oh, imagine yeah. him if if this is what he does on Twitter. Imagine him at a mighty mighty boss tones show no i don't want to think wait wait before we go could we see those clips of this thing you're watching brett that you keep posting things on twitter of sons of sam yeah tom do you know do you know about this will be a last thing we talk about what is the there's a thing it's a it's a a david berkowitz doc yeah i watched the first two episodes it's netflix and it's basically like there were there they were like there's more than one Mm -hmm. right yeah, so it's a, it's really about this guy named Mari Terry who got obsessed with the Son of Sam uh, killings uh, after David Berkowitz had been arrested. Uh, and and Mari Terry's theory is that uh, David Berkowitz was part of a bigger satanic cult that was committing so that so that David Berkowitz wasn't responsible for all the Son of Sam killings. And there were other killings across the country. Uh, and he thinks it links in with the Manson family and it links in with these other cults. And there was and this is whole he like, right. Is he right? Or is he crazy? He uh, he's it, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think he's he definitely has some evidence of things that seem would seem to point at a bigger that there was more people involved in the Son of Sam killings. But he definitely, you know, the documentary is about how he goes way too far with it. And he finally gets this interview with David Berkowitz in prison. And you can tell he's just like every question is a leading question. And then David Berkowitz is just sort of going with what he's saying. So it's like it's by the point he, right. when he finally gets to the big moment when he's interviewing David Berkowitz, he's so far down the rabbit hole that he doesn't like. He's just, he just, yeah. you know, oh. talks like, and then David Berkowitz will be like, oh yeah, that's what happened. Right. Yeah. He's like, so uh, I was thinking that it wasn't just you. David Berkowitz like, yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> that's it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I, there's a whole bunch of us. Yeah. That stinks. What stinks? That, that, he, the, got, that, that, he, that oh. he got an interview with David B before we did. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just the whole look. This David son of Sam guy. I'm still not. I I want. You don't forgive him. You don't forgive. I him? don't. I don't forget or forgive on this one. Wow. If I ever come face to face with this clown, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give him the old paintbrush. <laughs> I'm going to say my dog, my dog has a message for you. And then I'd bite Mm -hmm. his leg. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, my dog has a message for you. And here he is. Major Biden. Go get a major. I swear he was biting people just a minute ago. Right now he won't bite anybody. It's funny that there's champ and then major is chomp. That is. Oh my God. Brett, uh, these are my you, these are my dogs, Champ and Chomp. We need to contact the White House. I know. On this one, I know. Major's name needs to be changed to Chomp Biden. All right, what is this, Brett? So, uh, yeah, so there's tons, tons of, fast- of Sam. It's called. Yeah, I highly recommend this documentary. There's tons of interesting stuff in here, but one one thing too that's interesting uh, is that uh, Paul Giamatti narrates narrates it, oh, um, and he is he's narrating it from the point of view of Mari Terry, who is the author who is like going down this rabbit hole and getting increasingly obsessed. Um, 
but they have clips of Mari Terry too talking. So Mari Terry's in the documentary, but then every once in a while they'll they'll cut to Paul Giamatti doing these voiceovers as Mari Terry. Amazing. Uh, so here's here's one of them. Committed for psychiatric examination. Tonight, Berkowitz is being held here in a specially secured building of the Kings County Hospital in Brooklyn to begin what could be up to 30 days of testing to determine his mental competency. Well, I could save you 30 days and say, cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> be 30 I seconds. I felt a unique fascination with the Son of Sam case. Maybe it was the fact that the killer's trail led to my neighborhood of Yonkers. Or the mystery of how this 24-year-old loner could have eluded the police for so long. But at the heart of my curiosity lay the most important question of them all. Why? You have had a lot of experience with people like this. There are thousands of people. No, let me correct you. Stanley Nobody. Siegel. The great Stanley mm -hmm. Siegel was a fixture on New York City uh, TV. That guy mm -hmm. talking. I haven't mm -hmm. seen him in a million years. Has had, a, has had a lot of experience with the repetitive killer. What would be some of the specific questions that you might pose to him today at Kings County Hospital? The court has ordered me to examine him as present fitness to proceed. Let me ask we you, are, part, are, I'm sorry. I say, we're also interested, of course, yeah. of, in plain English, what makes this guy tick? So, so this guy, so Paul Giamatti is reading the... The guy who's obsessed with the case. The guy who's obsessed with. And when did he write these these things? Uh, uh, he wrote his big book, The Ultimate Evil, uh, which is all about his son of Sam theory in the late eighties, uh, and it, and it, and it generated all this this sort of reinterest in the case uh, at that time. Uh, and, and like I said, you 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 see and hear from Mari Terry frequently throughout the documentary, uh, through our archival footage and and whatnot. Uh, so you have a, a a fixed sense of his voice and his manner. He's he's burned into your brain. Uh, and, and then so every time Paul Giamatti pops in. Uh, it's it's okay. super disorienting because they don't prep it with like, you know, from the diaries of Mari Terry or, or uh, you know, the ultimate evil chapter nine or, or something like that. Paul Giamatti just starts talking uh, and says things like, you know, I was obsessed with the son of Sam since since the first time I heard his name. And and, and you instinctively recognize the voice as Paul Giamatti before you remember mm -hmm. that he's playing Mari Terry. So it's just this it's this it's like Paul Giamatti just keeps popping into the documentary. Um, it, it's very funny and bizarre and the documentary is great and it's got tons of incredible, uh, uh, you know, on the street TV interviews with random New Yorkers about how much they hate the son of Sam and, yes. uh, yeah, highly recommended. Check it out on Netflix. Okay. I love New York. Well, I think we have a good time together and I think we are friends. Well, and Julie, I, think, I know we are friends. Well, I know we're friends too. And. We're going to have a real good time together, as they say. Who says? The Velvet Underground said that. But New York City, it's coming back. Soon you take that mask and you throw it on the Broadway stage and you... Yeah, there it is. It's... Brett gets it. It's... Did he invent like playing the guitar like that? I mean, it's like it's almost like making fun of the fifties. He it, he didn't he didn't invent it, but he just had a style that was just him. Yeah, it's almost like he's making fun of playing the guitar in a way when he's. 
think he used everything was just a tool. Everything was a tool to the expression with him. He knew he couldn't sing, and he was open about that. He's like, I can't sing, but he didn't. It didn't stop him from doing from expressing himself. But that like like style of strumming, it's almost like. I, th- I think he invented that with his friend uh, Amphetamines helped him invent that style. His his good his friend was, Amphetamines. The fir- yeah, the first initial M yeah. and the last name Amphetamines. Amphetamines. Yeah, it's funny how it's funny how you play like when you're fly when you're flying high. Well, Brett. We both don't like the way people are being mean to you on Apple podcast reviews. We want to see some nice ones up here. Yeah, restore a little bit of balance. Because look, I can take it. I can take the hits, but yeah, I do. But li- I do like. I do you like should. a little sweetness. You know, a little sugar in my coffee as well. So get. You know, restore mm-hmm. the balance a little bit. Make me feel a little bit better about myself. Try this a little week. tenderness. Yeah, try a little tenderness. Yes, just try a little tenderness for old Brett, huh? Tenderness. Yeah. And you know who also tries a little tenderness? Brett, when he's making those glazed and rubs with that tender, <laughs> that tender meat. Tenderoni. Yes. Well, I had fun today. Me too. And I like you and we like doing the show and you like listening to it. So thank you for listening to it and follow us and subscribe and tell your friends about how funny the show is but maybe tell them not to start with this one because it's a little insidery this one's a weird one but it's but a guess good what one. now you got if you're new to double threat now you got some homework there's a lot of great jerry episodes and or at least two uh jerry episodes in the can <laughs> that you can go back okay. and, and and listen to uh and you can find out who jerry is and his whole arc with the show and you can if uh, you're still listening by you now, can yeah. follow yeah. at double threat pod on twitter and instagram i post all the clips from the show on there uh they're also in the episode description so if you want to watch along to these things as you're listening you can click click on those links uh, so there's a lot of ways to interact with the show but it's a big big fun universe that Tom and Julie have created here and you got a lot of exploring to do if you're new to the show so uh, have fun with that and good luck man there's so many episodes I mean like it starts off and they're making fun of like Marilyn Manson and, and Trent Reznor and then after that they start talking about Woody Allen a lot and Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Get your work cut out for you. But it's fun work. All I want is Cold Stone now. And I want some Cold Stone. I want some Cold Stone. Brett, where's my Cold Stone? Where's my Cold Stone, Brett? I'll get, I'll get on Grubhub right now. Speaking of Cold Stone, I want to... <laughs> now, Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Yes. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.